Hey everyone, it's Erin and Elizabeth and today we have a very special guest on our show. We are here with Andrea Russett. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> so Welcome. happy to be here. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, Andrea Russett got her start on YouTube 10 years ago, right? Over 10 years now? Oh my gosh, over 10 years ago. That's I'm, I'm old. <laughs> and she is now making the transition to music. Yeah, yeah. You're a new artist, but you're not new to the FM Airways. You were syndicated when you were in high school, right? Yes, which is so crazy to like come full circle, full circle to like now have my own music be on the radio. So it's very awesome. So you did interviews. One of the groups you interviewed was One Direction. Not to, not to be a flex or anything. Subtle flex. I know, right? (laughs) So when you were interviewing artists, did you ever think you would be on the other side of it? I always dreamed of it. Like I was always like, God, it'd be so cool if somebody was asking me the questions, but I never thought I could do it for some reason. I always was just like, nah, that, like, that's just not my thing. I just won't be that person. But look at me now. <laughs> look <laughs> at what we're it. doing. She made <laughs> so it. It's, it's really cool to like do the whole full circle. It's, it's pretty dope. Awesome. So Darkest Hour debut single, I really want to commend you for this song because I think debut singles normally start up with like a lighter message, a lighter sonic sound even. You came right out of the gate with this deep, <laughs> dark, authentic song. And really, I think it's brave. Thank you. I think not a lot of people do that, especially for a debut. And I just want Thank to know you. what made you want to start with Darkest Hour? What made this the song to start your musical journey with? It's so crazy because... I've gotten told that a lot that like I really went for it with the first one being like really emotional and so vulnerable. But for me, I didn't even think twice about it. Like it was never, I never looked at Darkest Hour as like, oh God, this is like intense because I'm just so used to being so like open about my mental health and about things I'm going through that it, and because I've been doing it so long online, I never even thought twice about it. I was just like, yep, this is a cool song. And then everybody was like, (laughs) and I was like, oh yeah, man, I kind of did just go for it. (laughs) But I'm really glad I did because the reaction was just like incredible and people couldn't have been kinder about it. Was it a reaction that you expected or no? I didn't know what to expect. I was so nervous. And so I think having no expectation was the best way to do it because I was just blown away by any reaction at that point. (laughs) What was the inspiration behind the song? For Darkest Hour, I wrote that song. It was like the second song I ever wrote, ever. (laughs) And I think during the time I was going through a really, really bad depressive episode and I had just started talking to this new person and I was like trying to figure out like, do I just open up and tell him? Is he gonna run away when he sees that I like have some issues I'm working on? But yeah, and so I just kind of poured it all out. I didn't really understand how to write songs quite yet because I was so new to it. And so I just kind of word vomited and Darkest Hour was born. (laughs) Well, it really worked out for you. It's a really, really good song. Thank you. Do you think, like, when releasing Darkest Hour, were you worried about making that transition from YouTube to music? Like, was that a lot of pressure? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think, like... Obviously, it's scary to transition from YouTube to anything because there is that stigma. But I've seen so many artists, or not artists, YouTubers make the transition because they can and not because they really want to or mm-hmm. it's not really their passion. And I, want, I wanted this so bad and I wanted to be taken seriously and I wanted to kind of set myself apart from the Jake Pauls who are making music, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of pressure on me. to. I put it on myself, honestly, because I... I wanted to take the time to take the vocal lessons, write every lyric in the song, you know? So 
it was very nerve wracking, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad that I took the time to do it right because the reaction, like I said, has been incredible. Since it is a deep song, is it easier for you to write like heavy lyrics like this or how you express your emotions or was it like difficult? Oh my gosh. Everything I write is like so depressing and sad. I, I don't know how to write happy stuff. And I'm a happy person, you know, like I have sad moments, obviously, but it's so crazy. Like when I'm in my writing sessions, my writing partner's always like, we can't write another ballad, Andrea. We can't do it. We have so many slow songs. We've got to do something happy. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I got to figure that out. But yeah, the, the slower, sadder stuff just, I think it's because it's me expressing it in a healthy way that it just mm -hmm. comes so easily. Um, we want to talk the video as well. Very good music video. Felt like a movie. Thanks. Was that the goal Thanks. was to have it come across like a movie kind of like? No, it, it wasn't. But it, I've gotten told that a lot, actually. And I'm so glad that it came across that way. I mean, we worked so hard on this video. And it was like a process to shoot. Everybody had to get COVID tested. There was mm -hmm. like running around different locations and all that. But yeah, it came out so beautiful. And I'm, I'm just so glad people are like comparing it to a movie. Well, yeah, because I feel like you see music videos and you like lip sync and there's like a beach in Malibu and that's like it, but you took it and made it like like a film, like the way they used the sound in the beginning, the end. Yeah, we, we didn't even have one performance shot in there. We filmed a couple just in case, but we decided I think it's more powerful without any mm -hmm. singing. Do you so think good. with the video, like where did that start? Was that based off the song entirely? Was it like a different experience you pulled from? Um, a little bit of both. It was definitely what I was going through at the time, but it, it was like mixed with the beginning of meeting this person mixed with the breakup. So it was Got like it. just everything that this song felt like to me, I just put into the video. Sometimes. <laughs> now there was this one specific scene that we talked about. It's the white with the white sheets. Yes. Can you explain that? <laughs> okay. Yes. So <laughs> With the white sheet, the whole time I'm throughout the video, it's like me being so drunk and so out of it that I'm not sure if he's really there or if I'm hallucinating him. And so when I lay down and I'm like out of it and then I pull the sheet over and all of a sudden I'm underneath it, that's kind of like a blackout dream where it's like I'm looking up and I see him and I'm like, where the am I? And I pull it <laughs> off and I'm in Malibu on the beach and it's like, so it's meant to be just very like disorienting and like got it, very out of it. <laughs> that's we had a feeling something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, we weren't sure. Yeah, there was a few times. The first time I watched it, I was like, nobody's going to get this. <laughs> I knew it meant something. I just didn't know exactly. Like, I kind of figured it was that. But I think yeah. it's a really, really powerful scene. Thanks. And we wanted to get into Get Out Alive, which is the next single. And it just came out yes. on Friday, December 4th. So yeah. this song is completely different than Darkest Hour. It's definitely could not be more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> what was the inspiration behind this song? Um, this song I kind of wrote about, uh, well, how do I say this? We all at one point are the toxic person in somebody's life, you know, whether it's intentional or not is a different story. But it, there was a time in my life where I was a toxic girlfriend to somebody. And I wanted to try to write a song from that perspective because I've, don't really think I've ever heard one, maybe. But um, so I wanted to try to write a song from my perspective of knowing that I was toxic and it wasn't a healthy relationship. And that is what I wrote about. Yeah, it sounded like self-reflection. That's what I took it as like the first few times listening to it. Definitely. We have a powerful line that we would like an explanation. <laughs> so it's <laughs> said, I love you, so shut your mouth, but you didn't see my fingers crossed. You should have known that I was lost. You weren't the first, you won't be the last. Yeah. So there was the guy I was dating. Well, 
who this song is about. Um, he, he told me he loved me and I, I know I knew that I didn't love him back, but it got to the point where I was just saying it to make it easier for the relationship. And I didn't mean it. And I knew that I didn't want to be with him, but it was easier to just stay in the relationship than go through a whole breakup thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely very toxic. But like you said, a lot of self-reflecting. I've grown <laughs> a lot, but it was fun to write a song about something kind of different, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say, I've never heard a song from this perspective. Like people say they're the bad guy, but you being like, no, I was, I was awful. And this is- I was toxic, toxic. <laughs> but that's what, there's another line we picked out where it's hearts can be deceiving. Do you mean your heart was deceived or like their heart because you were the one lying? I believe I wrote that about like deceiving their heart because I was just all a pretty good liar at the time. Since it's about toxic behavior, the behavior you're speaking about, is it from past trauma or is it like you were just- it was, man, the whole relationship, it was just a huge learning experience for me and a growing moment. Um, it was one of those relationships where it just kind of falls into your lap and you're not really sure how it started, but suddenly you're dating this person and they're moving faster than you. And you're like, I don't know about this, but I'm not going to leave quite yet because I'm bored. <laughs> um, and so it was just a, a really bad tornado of not being honest with each other, not communicating, and just kind of blew up, I guess. Well, that's what you said. This is completely different than Darkest Hour. Do you, is there any connection to it though? Like, is there a story somewhere in there? Did you write um, it with that intention or is it completely different? I didn't write it with the intention of them being connected. Um, I think I wrote this song months and months after I wrote Darkest Hour, but it was always my favorite song that I wrote because I was like, this is an interesting way to kind of look back on that time where I was the bad person in this relationship and turn it into something beautiful. So oh, this is my favorite thing we're going to talk about. Okay. The lyric video. <laughs> so now I've been a Justin Bieber fan since I was eight. I'm 20 now. So your first, the first video I've seen was the one time video. Yes. Video. Thank you. <laughs> so as soon as I saw the lyric, like not like the thumbnail, I was like one time. Dude, so like, thank you. What, how did you come up with that? We had, it was my manager actually had this idea. She was like, one of these days, we have to do a lyric video like your Justin Bieber video. And I was like, that is absolutely genius. And so I'm so glad we saved it for Get Out Alive because it just came out beautifully. Um, but I'm so glad that you guys like <laughs> knew the reference because there's obviously a lot of people that haven't seen it. It was over 10 years ago, yeah. but for the people that do know it, mm -hmm. it's like a nice little Easter egg. Well, that's what oh, we saw I was, it. Yeah. I texted, I remember, I was like, this is one time. This is all yeah, time. Yes. <laughs> I think it's super yeah. cool that you paid like, I don't even know the tribute. word. Just, yeah. Like tribute to something so nostalgic to your past and your beginning. Right. Yeah. It was fun. And it's really cool to do it to my own song now too. Cause mm -hmm. like that was kind of how my YouTube started to get some traction. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. Another full circle being made. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's so insane. And then you dropped merch for this I song. I did in fact. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully there'll be more merch in the future i've kind of been slacking on my merch game but yeah i'm gonna i'm planning on making some really cool stuff so people can be rocking it everybody's gonna everyone check that out check, check it out, out that merch. check it out buy that merch is there going to be a music video that you Ooh. can tell us about yes yes and i cannot wait for you guys to see it it is it's just so good you guys do you have anything you can tell it, us it pays tribute i mean you could probably figure this out from the cover art but 
it pays tribute to one of my favorite movies, American Psycho with Christian Bale and Jared Leto. And we recreate a very iconic scene from the movie. I don't want to say too much, but I want to tell you everything. But it'll come out very soon. So be ready. Awesome. Everyone look out for that as well. That's so exciting. Uh, We just talked about the two singles. Now we're going to transition to something a little bit more lighthearted because our music is pretty heavy. We're going to do a this or that game just to get to know you a little bit better. Sweet. I love these games. Erin, would you like to start us off? Sure. Okay. So sunrise or sunset? Ooh, sunset. Definitely. I'm not a morning person. Where's the prettiest sunset you've ever seen? I was in Hawaii one time and I looked out the window and the entire sky was just orange and red and purple and it was reflecting off the ocean. It was out of a movie. I have it like etched into my brain. (laughs) I want to go there so bad. It's so pretty. Gorgeous. My favorite (laughs) place on earth. Okay. Introvert or extrovert? What do you consider yourself more of? Ooh, I would like to say extrovert, but... I'm definitely an introvert. If I guess, I mean, that's why I started on YouTube. You know, I didn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> I think all YouTubers are introverts at heart. That's <laughs> true. All right. LA or New York City? Definitely LA. Definitely, definitely LA. I am not a New York gal. I've actually been in four car crashes in New York alone. So I think New York might, might dislike me. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> wait, were they, were they Ubers? They were all different. Like one was a taxi, one was a tour bus, one was a van. Like it was, at, after the last one, I was like, I think I just need to not come to New York oh anymore. Oh my God. I was going to say, those Uber drivers, I've been in Ubers there where they just don't look. They cut across like I days. know. They just whip in it. Uh-huh. Scary. Oh God. Okay. Sorry for that trauma. <laughs> LA for um, City or suburb? What do you prefer? Ooh. Um... I like suburb, to be honest. I mean, I grew up in a small town. Being in a city now is really cool. But I, even in the city, I live kind of on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, in the action. Like, I can't handle all the noise. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm a city girl, so whatever. <laughs> you win Lyrics? some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Lyrics or melody? Lyrics, for sure. I am infamous for not knowing how to create melodies. I'm learning, I'm learning. But I just, I, it's so much easier for me to create lyrics, but you know, we're getting there. Uh-huh. Proud of you. Do you prefer, you. so you, when you write a song, the first thing is lyrics. You don't really think of melody, you're all lyrics. Yes, which I found out that that's not really what people usually do. <laughs> I found that out recently and I was like, wait, what, what are you guys doing? But I'm getting better at it. I got myself a ukulele and I'm going to start doing little online classes and hopefully. Oh, fun. You know? (laughs) Okay. We have staying in or going out. Honestly, going out. I've been inside for so long. I was going to say quarantine probably made you really want to go out. Oh, definitely. Let me tell you, when the world is open again, I am going to just throw a rager. I don't even have that many friends, but every single one of them will be in my home. <laughs> That's crazy. I forgot, like, we've been shut down for so long. And, like, I you guys know. Are shut down again. I know. Yeah, As of, like, again. two days ago, we went on full lockdown again. So wow. it's hard out here. Oh, um, I'd cry. All right. <laughs> Vampires or werewolves? This is like asking me Team Edward or Team Jacob. There's that's that's our next question. That's, that's just, there's no good answer, guys. <laughs> Edward is 
protective and beautiful, but look at Jacob. Jacob is toxic. I know. He was so toxic to Bella. Hello, new song. I know, right? (laughs) You go to the toxic guys. Honestly, I'd probably have to pick Edward. I would much rather be a vampire than a werewolf. There you go. That was a good choice. That's me and Aaron's choice. Yeah, we're both team (laughs) members. But Jacob is beautiful. Sure, he was. (laughs) Um, Okay, road trip or flying? What do you prefer to do? Depends on the distance, but I usually I'd say flying. I love being in airplanes. I don't know why. It's very calming for me. I just like sit there, close my eyes, listen to music, and I'm in another world. I was going to say, I feel like road trips are fun if they're not super far. Because after a little bit of time, you get kind of... And if they're with like people that you can handle being around Mm -hmm. in in close places. There's a select few people you can be in a car with for like over 10 hours and not... Yeah, me and my sister have gone on road trips and... We will no longer be going on road trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't really. All right, so movies or TV shows? Definitely TV shows because in my head, I tell myself I can't sit down and watch a whole movie, but then I'll binge watch like seven seasons, you know? That's how I, I am. Really, it doesn't make sense, but it, I just can't, I can't commit to a full movie. What's your mm. favorite TV show? What are you watching? <sighs> I have been binging Southern Charm. I don't know if you Ooh. guys know what that is. Mm-mm. It's like, it's basically a reality TV show about like people in the South. Oh my God. I love a good trash TV. Oh, I love reality I, TV. The Real Housewives, every single city, <laughs> I am all caught up. At the beginning of quarantine, I hadn't started New Jersey at all. I'm done with all 12 seasons now. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't watch TV shows. Oh, I love them. Aaron can't watch anything. They're so long. Like, you just sit through that and, like, watch it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Coke or Pepsi? I don't, I don't like There's soda. a right answer. There is a right answer, and it's Pepsi, obviously. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's Coke? Okay. It's like, <laughs> it's like when, you only want, when they only have Pepsi and you really want Coke. Oh, like, <laughs> man. But Pepsi, Pepsi is just better. Pep, it is. They don't taste yeah. the difference. That's why we brought this question. But I no, know like there a is a difference. Okay. There's definitely okay. a difference. Also, I think in my mind, blue is just like, a, I like the color blue oh. more than red. And okay. So well, I that makes associate sense. That. Yeah, yeah. But we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Okay, beach or mountains? I think I'd say beach, but I love both. Anything outdoors, I love. So you're, you like to just be outdoors? Do you like hiking or Love it. I love hiking. I went to Alaska and hiked oh. up a glacier. Oh my gosh. And then, and then camped on top of it to my surprise. I found out afterwards, once we got up top, that we cannot start a fire on a mountain or on a, on a, on a piece of ice, so... That was, that was, oh my God, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. But no, I love doing outdoorsy stuff. You know, it's like, it's just cool to go see the world. Where's, this is not related to this or that, but where is the first place you want to go when quarantine's over? Oh man, definitely to see my family first Aww. and foremost. But then for like vacation, I am going to fly somewhere so far. I don't even care where <laughs> I'm going. I just want to get so far away from this place. <laughs> Maybe Australia, you know? Oh, that'd be nice. Australia's so pretty. I've never been, but oh, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> Aaron's seen pictures. And everybody there is beautiful for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> so much better than America. <laughs> <It's> everywhere. 
You're not wrong. At, at this point right now. <laughs> You're not wrong Literally. at all. <laughs> all right. So Instagram or Twitter? Definitely Twitter. I feel like I can just speak into the abyss and yell my thoughts. And sometimes people are like, yeah, what she said. <laughs> I feel like it's so weird for people to have like more followers on Twitter than Instagram. And you are one of those people. I know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Like the following I have on Twitter is insane to me. But I guess it validates my weird thoughts. <laughs> no, it's good for sure. That's the tweets. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The last one. We did TikTok or Vine. Oh, man. RIP, you know? Mm -hmm. I think I liked Vine better. There was something about six minutes that was just like, you could watch it on loop and the loop made it even funnier. Six minutes. Now they, or six seconds, six <laughs> seconds. Oh my God, imagine six minutes. But TikTok now, when it's a full minute, I'm like, do I really want to watch this whole thing? If I oh, like I get like that too. And then it's like, like for part two. I, will, I don't want part two. <laughs> Tell me right now. No, I hate this video where you sit through it and then you get to the end, you're like waiting to see something. They're like, next time. They don't even show it. I'm like, I just Nothing sat happens. through yeah. You have to follow them and then they'll like post part two a week later. By that time, you already forgot the story. I know. I'm like, what, are, what is part two of what? <laughs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> yeah, I can't so get on board with those. <laughs> you know what? You got a ukulele, you can um, start posting those on that on TikTok. That's there true. You go. That's true. You can just uh, and I'm gonna. Not yeah. saying you don't have a good following on TikTok, but I really think that <laughs> that'll, that'll get you more. I know. Everybody, yes. got, everybody loves a good ukulele. That is it for our little segment with Andrea Russett. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. That was fun. It was just like hanging out. <laughs> That's crazy. Everyone, stream Darkest Hour, get out live. What else can we expect from you? What's coming up? Well, there may or may not be an EP in the works. I can neither confirm nor deny, but it definitely is in the works. Um, <laughs> I, I can't give you a timeline quite yet, but just, you know, working on that, getting the music ready, and hopefully we'll have a third single. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, guys.